Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy here once again. Tiny table, big room, good conversation. All the things. All the things. You know the things. All the things. You know Mm -hmm. the things. Pretty crazy. 2024. (laughs) We've talked about it before on the pod, but. uh, (laughs) We've talked about 2024 on the pod before. It's just wild, man. It is. wild. It's crazy. What a time. What a time to be alive. I will say this in. I told Rachel this morning, I was like, I'll let you know in October, but I what? feel like this year is already going slower than last year. Well, I mean, it is the beginning of the year, you know, I, yeah. mean, I, you know, I think it's kind of like time flies and you're having fun. <laughs> you haven't had fun yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not having fun. <laughs> oh man, I'm having a blast. What are you talking about? I'm having a good time. No, I told her cause like, um, got to do a little adjustment yeah. there. Ooh. Too much. Too much. Anyways, we'll get it. Uh, this is the first year in a really long time where I'm actually doing a like daily devotion. Mm. So it's like normally Robert has no idea. I know the day, <laughs> like today's Tuesday. Yeah. But I don't know the date. And okay. now I'm very like locked into <clears throat> the date because I'm reading two separate devotions and they're obviously by day. So it's like you read the 24th on the 24th, the 25th. Oh, on so the 25th, these are like actually like January, like like these are the days yes. of the year. Right. And, oh, right. Is, is it, this how include the leap year? Is there a February 29th in there? I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Because yeah. I'm doing the year Might of the get Bible. A day off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird, though. I would I would have to. Maybe there's like a bonus page for those. That it's do just it. blank. I don't know. Like, I, don't I am know. curious what they're gonna write do. Write your own adventure. Yeah, write your own adventure. <laughs> so the one, <coughs> technically, I'm doing three. I'm doing I'm doing the one year Bible, uh, which not, right now is the Book of Job, which is interesting. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> Pastor's Daily Bread every morning, and I'm doing a daily devotion by Charles Stanley, and then I have my personal study time. Uh, but it's. I just am not used to knowing, okay, today is the 22nd. Okay, today is the 23rd. Yeah. It's like, it's like it, it does something weird, and it makes it feel like the, the, the weeks drag on. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess if you're very aware. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like uh, when you're on like a road trip, and like you're headed somewhere. And, yes. like, and if you look at the That's clock, exactly and you see right. like what time you're supposed to get there, yeah. it's like, is this taking forever? Yes. So I can see how that would, that would happen. When I <laughs> used to drive from Oklahoma to Colorado, it was a 12-hour drive, and I used to stuff a sock in where the clock went because <laughs> I would just always look over at it, and time would go so yeah, slow. yeah. I was like, I cannot have this clock right here all the time. So I put yeah. a sock in there so I wouldn't know what time it was. I was always so jealous of my sister when we do like family road trips because we would always go to the beach every year as a family, which is only like a you know five, six hour drive. But as a kid, that felt like an eternity. Sure. But my sister would like, as soon as we pulled out of the house, she would fall asleep, only wake Dang. up for like restroom breaks and immediately fall asleep. So it felt like a 20 minute ride for her. But yeah. me and my were just like, what's to the beach yeah i was always so jealous yeah yeah i'm jealous envious of people that can do that too i'm not a i can't just conk out in a car like that it's trust issues really (laughs) well yeah (laughs) it's like even when we would go to indiana when rachel and i first started dating and then when we were first married um it's an eight-hour drive and she'd be like i can take over you know and i'm like nah and like one year i was really tired and I let her take over, and I didn't sleep at all because I was like, every time I'd fall asleep, I'd be like, I'd wake up, and be like, we okay, everyone good, you know. And it's not that I don't trust my wife; it's yeah. just like I have to be in control of a moving vehicle. Yeah. And if I'm not in control of a moving vehicle, I, I there's too much anxiety for me to sleep. 
And so it's just weird. I don't know if anyone else is like that, but yeah. Control I'm, freak. Well, we went on our, our, our great road trip to the, the great state of, I guess it's Indiana or Illinois. I don't know. When we had to deliver a special package. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> I don't think you let me drive if I remember. I mean, you, you didn't. You, you didn't might, drive. Maybe if, if I did, it was a very short period of time, like maybe just like an hour. I don't no, know. No, you didn't drive at all. I drove the whole way. I <laughs> Not will, because I didn't offer. I did offer. Yeah, I'm sure I, I did. Just, I have to be in control, man. If, I, if we're going on a road trip, Robert's driving. Just to have, have that mentality built in. If anyone out there ever goes on a road trip, trip with me your boy's driving i will say this though one thing i did learn on that road trip is taco bell is not a road no. trip food no tacos <laughs> in general are not a road trip food that's not a car food at all it's true because i mean i guess it's a road trip food if you decide okay we're gonna go in well yeah well, yeah but it was if anybody out there can relate to this eating tacos while you're driving crunchy tacos especially oh yeah it was a mess yeah and it was hard. And I was like, you know, I'm the kind of guy I like to eat it off the wrapper. And, like, I'm trying to do this while we're driving. It was just, it was a hassle, well, and man. Well, me, I like to do, like, a little squirt of fire sauce, then bite. You know what I mean? So it's like I got to get, like, the bite. And so I can't do that while I'm doing the steering wheel over here. Yeah, that's like, true. I've, def- I've even done that one. <laughs> it's kind of hard, like, even eating chicken nuggets. I'm, like, trying to hold, like, the sauce. And yeah. So I'm, like, right. doing this weird little right. dance. Yes. Oh, man. I do that. We'll get Chick-fil-A. And I'll dip, I'll try to dip my fries. And, like, it just doesn't work. So there's certain foods that are, like road trip worthy you know what i mean uh even when i was this is uh when i worked for a carnival when i lived in colorado <laughs> it's just like these things just keep coming out like what you, when you did things but my brother and i uh we were always on the road with the traveling carnival and we learned like you know we would get mcdonald's and we would just get two plain cheeseburgers because that's the easiest thing to eat while you're driving yeah like there's nothing on it it's just two pieces of bread and this like little makeshift patty from mcdonald's <laughs> And because like you can't eat a Big Mac while you're driving a big rig, you know, that just doesn't work. And so uh, we would get like two plain cheeseburgers and fries and just like, you know, super easy. So you learn some stuff as you grow. Uh, That's so wild. So wild. It is wild. Welcome to Food Talk today. (laughs) (laughs) Food Talk on the Good Talk. Go ahead and in the comments, let us know what is your favorite road food. Like, what do you guys like? I like to bag peanuts. Really? I don't like to bag them. I like to eat bag peanuts. I was thinking, I was like, you like to bag them while you're on the road? No, trail mix and bagged peanuts are like my go-to when I'm driving. I don't really eat a whole lot when I drive. But Keeps when, me awake. But when I do, I like to get a fast break. That's kind of like my guilty pleasure. The Reese's fast break. It's like a basically like a Reese's candy bar. I don't oh, know why. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. yeah. They still it. make those. They do, oh. but I only get it at gas stations when I'm on the road. I mean, sometimes I'll get Ferris a little special treat or whatever. But yeah, yeah. but that's kind of like that's kind of cool though. You know, it's like it's exclusive. It's like. I only cook turkeys at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. makes it unique. It makes, it makes your little recent fast break. Yeah, yeah. unique. You're, you're like, we're road tripping. We're road tripping. <laughs> Give me the, the the king size Big Daddy bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. I what? This is weird. But like this whole podcast is yeah, weird. we love it. <laughs> king size Reese's peanut butter cups don't taste right to me. Oh, you're talking about like the big ones? Yeah. Yeah, well, because like the, the ratio's ratio is off. weird. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's and they're just weird to eat. No, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I mean, so I'll eat it if you give it to me. Want. I'm not going to buy it, though. I'd but rather buy it, like six peanut butter cups. <laughs> but it's weird how stuff like that works because like Snickers bar, you can go mini, you can go big, but it's still like a Snickers bar. It's like they kept the ratio the same. Yeah. For whatever reason, with the big cup, it's like they did like thicker chocolate or something and so it's just like there's less peanut butter get your to the life chocolate together, now Reese's. come on I come on know, get your life together yeah 
So, anyways, so what are we talking about today on the I pod, don't know. man? I don't know. I'm talking talk about ratios. I guess so. The Keep ratios. Your god to non-god ratio <laughs> on the right. Left. No. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I enjoyed my snowpocalypse. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. It was a good time. It was. Uh, ice apocalypse. Ice apocalypse is probably the proper term. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is great because. Uh, if it was a snowpocalypse, we may have been back in the old office a little sooner than the icepocalypse. So I guess that's I'm true. I'm grateful for an <laughs> icepocalypse. I, I mean, I enjoyed, I mean, even though we worked from home, we did a lot of emails, we did a lot of this, a lot of that. Sure. Uh, so we weren't like off-off, which would have been great to be off-off. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. But I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the W anywhere I can get it. So I really enjoyed it. We went tubing every single day. Um, well, I say every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, th- by then, you couldn't go anymore, so... But, you know, yeah. it was a great time. Yeah. I think just rest is a good, I don't know, thing to have. Mm. And, I, and I think that people, you know, I, I understand some people went stir crazy during all this time. But I chose, I was like, I'm going to take advantage of every yeah. second yes. of this. Like, this is necessary. We need to rest. Mm. This is, I feel like God is making us lay down in green pastures yeah. right now. <laughs> you all have to sit down right now. <laughs> <laughs> stay home. <laughs> Calm down. Well, it does say that. He makes me to lay down he in green pastures. He makes me lay so down. he's going to find a way. I don't know. Like, I'll take it. If God's making me lay down, there must be a reason I got to lay down. So I was just trying to enjoy my time at home. Now, obviously, I don't know. What the, I say obviously. No one knows this. But my whole family had a, a great run of the stomach bug while we were there. But we enjoyed our rest in between each person having it. So that was, <laughs> that was great. Enjoyed our rest between toilet times. Yeah, you know, yeah. Between throwing up. But... Um, no, I think it's important. I think we do kind of get caught in this societal like grind, 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 and I think it just kind of wears us out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I enjoy taking time away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to when I first started in ministry, like vacationing was hard because mm-hmm. I would still be like on my phone, like checking in on things, how are things going, yada yada yada. Um, but now I've learned like the importance of like detachment mm-hmm. and like just detaching myself so i'll turn off my email do those auto replies yeah uh and i'll turn off like all the notifications on my phone and don't even really bother with my phone i don't bother with my phone that much right now but uh don't bother with my phone that much on vacation and just kind of take a break Mm. you know catch the catch the air in our lungs and the sand in our toes (laughs) (laughs) however you want to say that i know and then sand follows you home and stays with you forever but i don't know i think it's important i think it's important for us to but it's not only just about rest because, like, I saw a meme the other day and it was like me waiting for my day off, and then it was like me on my day off, and the guy was like doing the same thing he would be doing <laughs> if he was working. So I think it's important to like make that shift and yeah. like understand, okay, like right now is a good time just to focus on me, focus on family, mm-hmm. focus on. But I think one thing where I have had to self correct is it, early on in my life when I would take vacations, like when I did start detaching, I would detach from everything, and that included like reading my Bible Dude. and prayer. And everything, and so I had to learn. Like, I it's not safe for Robert to detach completely from. So, yeah. I, like, I I need to remember that. Like, God wants to me to be involved with Him every day, whether yeah. I'm on vacation or whether I'm grinding or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, you know? that's actually really good. I, like, as as you're saying that, like, <clears throat> even just like telling on myself a little bit. Like, I've realized uh, throughout the past couple weeks of my. I had the flu, and then I had a, hmm. about a week and a half off, and then I got the stomach bug. But I realized, like, how much, and it sounds really bad, but, like, how much I incorporate even, like, exercise into even, like, my spiritual, mm. like, 
you know, consumption as well, because like I listen to the Bible or I listen to like podcasts. And so it's like, I do read obviously, and I, I dig into the word too, but it's like, I even noticed, I was like, I kind of feel spiritually depleted mm. and also like physically depleted. So I, I noticed mm. that like the devil did a really good job over this break. <laughs> and, and I hate to say that, but it, it makes me realize like, I need to make sure I do a better job of being disciplined even in those times that are outside of exercise because I want to make sure even if I'm not able to exercise, yeah. I'm still getting that word in. Yeah. And I, I mean to like take away from the rest, but it's like that there's no time. There's no reason to take a break from God because he needs to be a part of your rest time. He's to be a part of your active time. He's to be a part of your sick time. He needs to be a part of all your time. Yeah. That's actually a good way of saying it because I feel like uh, we, we so often connect God to other things. Mm-hmm. And then when those other things go away so does god yeah like if we just connect god to church that's why a lot of people really struggle during COVID. Mm -hmm. because like if we can't have church and your only connection to god is via church then your connection with god is kaput you know if my only connection to god is listening to a podcast when i exercise then if i'm down for a month because i'm sick and i can't exercise then my connection to god and that's something we all have to work on is like even us at a church, really us at a church, making sure our only connection to God isn't work. Yeah. Like what we do for God is not our only connection to God. He wants to have this extracurricular relationship with us outside of the things that we do. He wants our relationship with him to be the thing we do. Mm -hmm. Like our connection to God is our connection to God, and it's not built off of anything else. It's not built off of like... You know, we said, like, I have all these devotions. I'm doing Pastor's Daily Bread, sure. this Charlie Stanley one, Charles Stanley one. But, like, when those devotions are done at the end right. of the year, does that mean my relationship with God is done as well? Could be. You know, well, we need. I need to make <laughs> yeah. sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. I need to make sure that I'm not building my relationship with God purely on these things. You know, it's kind of like... Uh, Makes me think of, like, diet versus lifestyle change. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's good. You know right. what I mean? Like absolutely. <clears throat> when people like see issues with their yes. weight or maybe even just something going on with their body, they do a diet for a period of time to yeah. regulate themselves yes. or get them to where they want to be. And then they think they're all good, but then they go back to their eating habits and they yeah. find themselves in the exact same place. Yes. And if we're not careful, we can do the same thing with so our true. spiritual walk here yeah. on this. Earth. You know what I mean? Like we can, we can do really good for a season and then we feel like, all right, we're good. Yeah. Well, I feel like we just... And maybe, you know, I can't speak broadly about everybody, but I know, like, even for me, like, you know, um, high school is a good example. Like, all the connections I had with everybody in high school was because of high school. I know yeah. none of those people now. Yeah. It's like uh, when I played sports, I knew people because of the sports. And when I stopped playing that sport, I never I never built a relationship with them outside of yeah. those things. Yeah. And so when those things came to an end, so did our relationships. <laughs> I mean, it sounds really bad, but I was just thinking the other day, like I actually like from afar saw someone I, knew, I went to high school with. Yeah. And but I was like, we have no like connection other than that, is that we went to high school. And so I was like, do I say hi? And I was like, nah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so bad. Yeah. But I was just like, I mean, I, I, they didn't recognize me. We didn't actually like you know interact. I just saw them from afar, and I was just like, oh, that's so and so. I recognize them, and I was just like. All right. <laughs> well, what's interesting about that, though, is like when, when, when we're doing these devotions, it's like I'm having a relationship with God through what pastor is saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a relationship with God. Like this is Charles Stanley's revelation that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like I have more of a relationship with Charles through his devotion than I do with God. Sure. So it's like I'm not saying that that's 
absolute, but right. you know, I'm just, it, it's just one of those things. I think God so endeavors for us to build and cultivate this relationship with him for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now we can use other things to supplement it, obviously yeah. like devotions. I believe in doing devotions. I I'm grateful. The ones I'm reading right now are phenomenal. They're really, really good. And, uh, you know, I, I believe in reading books and stuff like that. All, all I'm saying is like, that can't be the only connection that Robert has to God. Yeah. I have to figure out how to know God for myself. And that's challenging because, mm-hmm. you know, how do we have this relationship with this invisible, mighty creator? How do we, what does that look like? How do I cultivate that for myself without these devotions? How do I do that without, you know, someone guiding me in yeah. the way? It kind of takes me back to that scripture. And it's not that the scripture is doing away with biblical teachers because it's not, but it's, it's the, I forget where it is, but it talks about how, like, now that you have the Holy Spirit, you don't always need someone to teach you. Mm-hmm. You have the Holy Ghost, yeah. and I feel like if we will rely on God himself, yeah. God, show me what this looks like. Show me how to be close to you. Show me how to talk to my invisible God, who's not always tangible, who's not always seen, even though I know that scriptures do tell us that you can look around at the earth and see God. Sure, yeah, yeah. All of creation points to this creator. Mm-hmm. So you can see him. His invisible qualities are all around us. Um, but at the same time, Holy Spirit, help me get to know this invisible God who's mm. very real yeah, yeah. and does have a tangible side to him, but help me in my own way, in Robert's way, grow this relationship. Mm, that's good. How do I talk to you when someone's not leading me in a prayer? Yeah. How do I read my Bible when someone's not laying out a devotion for me? How do I do that? And the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us, is the great teacher. Yeah. He will teach us these things. And, and we kind of manipulate that a little bit and like he'll teach you all things, but really he's the teacher of the word of God. Mm. He can teach you all things and he can show you all things, but really he's the teacher of the word. So yeah. if you ask him, teach me in the word of God, show me the word of God, he will teach you the word of God. Amen. He will show you the word of God. Now, I believe that he leads you in all things. Absolutely. The children of God are led by the spirit of God. Amen. I believe the Holy Spirit showed me that I was supposed to marry Rachel. The Holy Spirit showed me I was supposed to work at Cornerstone. So he leads you in all things, yeah. but we need to really, his first job, is to teach us from the Word of God, mm. who the Holy Spirit moved on holy men of old, and he wrote this. Yeah. They were just you know, inspired men by the Holy Spirit. So he knows the Word of God, and he can teach us. He can teach us how to have a relationship with this triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. If we'll rely on him, Robert needs to rely on him as much as I'm relying on the devotion. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll show me, this is how you do it. He'll so walk good. us through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I like that. I think it's just about figuring out like what works for you. You know what I mean? We, we talked about it in a podcast or two podcasts ago, but like if you want it, then you'll you'll do it. If you yeah. want it, you'll have it. And yeah. so I think uh, you know, if you really want a lifestyle change, if you mm. really want to live this life with God, then we have to start seeking after him and asking him like how do I implement you in my life <laughs> how, how, where where in the time of my day is best for prayer where in the time mm. of my day is best for reading your word where in the time of yeah. day is just sitting in your presence like mm. what does this relationship look like for you and that's really ultimately for you to discover you know we can give you tips and ideas of how we do things or you know you can follow devotion for a little while and hopefully get inspired but eventually like you have to make the choice like I'm going to do this for myself I'm going to set aside yeah. time for myself I'm going to endeavor and, and, and grow in this relationship for myself. Sure. And we have to make that decision so it yep. actually happens in our life. There's nothing really cookie cutter about it except for the means of transportation, which is the Word of God yeah. and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Those are the only cookie. Yeah. But, uh, but outside of that, it's unique to every single one of us because we are wonderfully and uniquely made. Yeah. 
And so our relationship might have some common threads, as in we're using the Word of God to really dive into this. We're, we're relying on the Holy Spirit to really show us. They might have those common threads, but the way it looks for you and the way it looks for me is going to be, I should let God lead yeah. me as Robert as to what this looks like for me. I think the most important things, as long as we all realize I'm taking those steps, mm-hmm. because we can't have somebody be like, well, God created me wonderfully unique, and my unique way of growing with him is just not to do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can't, we can't allow <laughs> yeah. that to be an excuse. Yeah, I yeah. think we all need to make sure that we're at least making progress. Yeah. We're at least, like what Rick Renner said in that video clip in the video announcements on Sunday, faith is about moving forward. Mm. So finding ways for you to uniquely move forward in God for you yeah. and what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, for some of us, it might be, really diving in and like studying a whole chapter every single night because that's how you get the most out of it. For some of us, it might be like just taking one verse and focus on it for a whole month. Find out what works uniquely for you yeah. via the Holy Ghost yeah, yeah, yeah. and going to God and being like, how does this work? You know, guide me in this, lead me in this, show me in this. You know, it's kind of like when I, again, referring back to sports, I had a coach that, you know, before I played soccer, before I played football, before I played, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I needed someone to show me. Yeah, yeah. I needed a coach. I needed a teacher teach me how to do these things someone that knew more than you did (laughs) someone that knew more than i did right and that's where you know the fivefold ministry gifts come in but also that's where the holy spirit the teacher yeah yeah is really good show me what this looks like show me even how to discern you wrote this like show me what you're saying right here you know uh and teach me how to walk in this and the cool thing about god is is when we ask him for stuff like that he's always right there Mm mm-hmm like, I, I think he gets genuinely excited about that. One of my children is wanting to know me deeper. Yeah, yeah. And wanting me to show them how to uniquely have a relationship with me. Dude, that's, I mean, I get excited when my boys are like, like, oh, man, I don't want it. Well, this will never get back to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it anonymous. But one of my boys, one of my boys, like last night, was like, "Hey, can you teach me how to shave?" Oh, and man. I was like, and it is, it is such a weird thing. But I was like, oh, I need to teach him something. Oh, this man. is this is so cool. I get to teach. I get to impart wisdom. I get to show something to my yeah. child. And as a father, if I feel that way when one of my children is asking for direction and instruction and wisdom, and I get excited about it, I believe God gets the yeah, same way. You yeah. know, He's like, yes, they want to be involved. They want me to show them something. They want me to teach them something. They want me to lead them something. And I think God is just super enthusiastic about it. You know, yeah. um, and I think sometimes we see God as this weird creature. He, <laughs> a weird creature (laughs) he has emotions like we see in the word of god where like he's jealous for us we see in the word of god where jesus was angry and sinned not god is not like some weird metal statue that's like calloused and has no feelings like there's things you know the bible says when someone gets born again heaven rejoices so like there's like uh, he feels yes and there's things that we do that hurt him and there's mm. things that we do that please him yeah. our lives can be displeasing to him and our lives can be pleasing to him and so i think like seeing god in that realm as like a real being yeah yeah <laughs> who who has senses who can like smell like the bible says like our lives are being poured out as a sweet savoring smell in the nostrils yeah. of god so he, obviously he has like we were made in his image and his likeness. And if we can touch and see and hear and feel, I have to believe that God can touch and see yeah. and hear and feel. And the word has scriptures that prove all that. Sure. And so I think sometimes we, we make him such a foreign creature that we lose out on like the human side of this almost. Sure. I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to bring God down. Right. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. God. Yeah. 
but I feel like we his senses are probably far greater than ours are, but we at least have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a he, reference point. And, and, and he wants us to connect to him yeah. in that way. Yeah. He is love. Yeah. So he has to be able to reciprocate and give that love yeah. if he is love. Mm-hmm. And so it's just about, you know, connecting to him on a deeper level. He's not like some foreign, inanimate object. Yeah, yeah. He's real. Yeah. And he really loves and he really feels and he really wants to emotionally connect to us. He's concerned about our spirit. That's why Jesus died, to give us a recreated spirit. He's concerned about our soul. Otherwise, Jesus would never have said, I'm the healer of the yeah. brokenhearted. We would have never seen in the book of John, First John, where he said, I want you to prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. He's obviously concerned about our emotions, and he wants us to connect to him, not just on a spiritual level, but I do believe also an emotional level. Yeah. He wants us to return this love back to him that he's shown to us. He wants to deal and help us with our emotions and deal with the chaos of life. But it's about having that genuine connection with God not necessarily through someone else. They can supplement it yeah. by having a genuine connection with God for ourselves. And that's one thing that I'm wanting to dig in even more for myself. Let me have this genuine mm. connection with God to where I really know him. It's not about all the theological studies. It's not about the hermeneutics and the apologetics. It's just I really want to know God as this merciful, beautiful, loving creator. Yeah. And like, I'll work on my theology. Mm-hmm. I'll work on all those other things. But let me just know him yeah. as my creator, yeah. as my loving God, as my heavenly father. And if I don't interpret something in scripture exactly right, I'm not going to worry about it. I just want to know him. Yeah. Merciful, yeah. patient, good. Just let me know him. Yeah. And that comes from a genuine relationship that we all have to cultivate. And it takes work. Yeah. And Lord, let me work on it. Yeah. The whole time you're talking, I just keep thinking, like, <clears throat> God is not apathetic towards you or anyone. Mm. He's passionate. Yes. And, and he wants mm. and desires this relationship. He wants and desires to help you <clears throat> and, and grow you and equip you and love you and mm. be there with you and be there for you. You know, I, I'm just, as a dad, I'm just thinking about, like, how, how awesome it's been, you know, with this little time that we had. But I just feel like I, I grew so much in a relationship with my daughter. Mm. I, it was just so cool. Like, you know, even just last night, like she wanted to go ride scooters with me, like up and down the street because the ice was gone. So she was ready to go ride scooters. And so just like she just wanted to spend time Mm. with me. And I think that's so beautiful. And I've kind of been stuck on the, you know, the greatest commandments lately of, you know, love the God, love God above all else, but Mm. then love your neighbor, love yourself. But then I started thinking like, is that in order on purpose, which probably yes, (laughs) but it's like loving God is the most important. Yeah. You know, like, being in relationship with him is the most important you know uh, we are called to do things in this life and we are all called to to love people and to lead people to christ but ultimately we got to love god first yeah we got to be in relationship with him first like i feel like that has been kind of left at the wayside Mm. lately like we are focused on people and people want to do philanthropy people want to be a part and help people in this world but like Mm. we got to be better at loving god yeah we got to be better at knowing God so we can effectively love people. And I truly believe if we'll focus on that, he'll help us be better at all those other things. Yeah, absolutely. So that's key to, to me is like, I want to be a better husband, a better father, a better friend, a better employee. Well, that all starts first by being a better disciple mm-hmm. and growing in this relationship with him, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, growing in this relationship with him. And, and as I grow in him, God is good. Yeah. And he's going to make me 
a better version of myself, mm-hmm. which means I'm going to be better at everything else I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but if I cut out that crucial step of knowing him, yeah. the one who can make me better, mm-hmm. and I'm all for self-help, I'm all for diets and exercise and all this. I'm all, do, yeah, get as much as you can yeah, do it. To, to live a better life. But ultimately, the one who can help us live a better life because he makes us a better version of ourselves mm-hmm. is God. Yeah. And so when we cut that out, I believe we're not the best version of who we can be. Mm-hmm. And if we're not growing in God, then we're not growing in the best version of ourselves. And so it's just so important to, and we talk about a lot on the pod, but that's what we do. It's about God. Yeah. And it's about cultivating our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And when we can really work on that, everything really drastically changes and gets better. Yeah. So. So make the time for him. Yeah. You know, um, like we were talking about, like even on your, your rest days, don't, Mm. don't, don't leave God out of the rest rest from God. Yeah. You know, take a break from the grind take a break from the hustle take a break from the education whatever it looks like in your life but don't take breaks from god involve him in every area of the life every every Mm. every facet of your life the the working times the active times but Mm. also in the rest times god wants to be a part of all of it yeah he wants to grow you in every area so let him be a part of every area of your Mm. life amen we love you guys so much we think you're beautiful we think you're amazing we believe god for you Mm. go out and do good things this week see you next time bye bye